Thank you for joining me on this podcast. I'm your host, Zoe, BKA Veronica. I just want to take some time to share something that is on my heart. As you can see, the title of this podcast is called Garment Secret. So let's get started and unveil this secret. How many of you out there wear a uniform at your job or have worn a uniform at a job that you once had? Either way, we all know how it is to wear a uniform and what responsibility that holds. When you are a part of a company or an organization, it's saying that you are known in that company. You represent that company when people see you in that uniform, whether at the store or an appointment after work, they see that company. So it's important to keep your uniform clean, keep it intact, keep it looking neat, because especially the uniforms that has the locals, like my old teaching job, the name of the school was printed on our t-shirts that we wore. We had to wear the school logo t-shirts and we had to wear black khaki or blue pants and make sure we represented the company well. But when we come to Christ and give our lives to God through Jesus and by his blood, we are given a garment, a robe of righteousness, not a physical garment that we can see, but a spiritual garment that we cannot see. We have a huge responsibility on our part to keep our garments unspotted from the dictates the passions and desires that the world offers us. Basically, as scripture says, the lust of the eye, the lust of the flesh, and the pride of life. So let's dive into that a little more. Ladies and my sisters out there, I know the touch of that man feels good. His words are just right. But is he your husband? And then I would ask the men the same thing. Is she your wife? Also, I know that alcoholic beverage that has many delightful flavors and swirls around in the glass as the bubble hits your lips, it is so good. But later, it will bite like a viper, as the scripture tells us. Now, that's just a couple of things emphasized, but there is a lot more, like being jealous of other people, coveting and wanting what they have, having unforgiveness and bitterness in your heart using your mouth to speak idle words and to sow discord and division among believers and rejecting Christ and the finished work that he has done on the cross so that we can be set free from sin. Because Jesus said, I came to destroy the works of the devil. The works of the devil is sin, but Jesus came to set us free from the bondage and slave master called sin. But, you know, if we're disobedient, to the Lord's word and we're living a lukewarm life. All of this defiles our garment. And so when I think of lukewarm, I think of dinner. You've been waiting all day for that delicious steak and potatoes and vegetables and gravy and cornbread. And let's put some macaroni and cheese in that too. And then when it finally comes out to you, when it finally gets served to you, you put your fork in it, you put it to your mouth, and it's not hot at all. It's lukewarm. You're not just going to eat that. You're either going to, if you're home, you're going to warm it up in the microwave. Or if you're at a restaurant, you're going to tell the waitress, hey, can you warm this up because it's not hot? That means it's lukewarm. So let's just ask ourselves, am I lukewarm for Jesus? Or am I hot on fire for Jesus? You see, it's a really good thing to examine our own heart and see where we are and where we stand and whether we are truly in the faith in which Christ has purchased 
at a great price. He gave up his life for us and shed his blood for us. And then he rose again and he sits at God's right hand, ruling and reigning, just so we can walk in newness of life with God as true sons and daughters to Christ. So I know you probably are asking, well, you know, why are you talking on these lines? What made the subject come up? Well, one of the ways that God speaks to me is through songs in my heart. One day I woke up and the song, Are You Washed in the Blood, was rolling in my heart. As many of you know, the words of the song are, Are you washed in the blood, in the soul-cleansing blood of the Lamb, which is Jesus the King? Are your garments spotless? Are they white as snow? Are you washed in the blood of the Lamb? The words to this song is so powerful and true. And so for my last point, in the book of Revelation chapter 7, it says, After these things, the great tribulation, of pressure, distress, oppression, such as has not occurred since the beginning of the world until now, nor ever will again. I looked and behold, a great multitude, which no one could number of all nations and tribes and peoples and tongues, standing before the throne and before the Lamb, clothed with white robes, with palm branches in their hands, and crying out with a loud voice saying, Salvation belongs to our God who sits on the throne and to All the angels stood around the throne and the elders and the four living creatures and fell on their faces before the throne and worshiped God. They said, Amen, blessing and glory and wisdom, thanksgiving and honor and power and might be to our God forever and ever. Amen. Then one of the elders answered, saying to me, Who are these arrayed in white robes? And where did they come from? And I said to him, Sir, you know. So he said to me, These are the ones who come out of the great tribulation and washed their robes and made them white in the blood of the Lamb. So this verse alone tells me that if your garment is soiled with the things of this world and the cares of this life, and if you're really not living for Christ, and have a personal relationship with him and you're just allowing your garment to be spotted and not being intentional about keeping it clean and keeping it from being unspotted from the world you may not be ready to go with him when he comes again which is so hard for me to say but the truth will set us free right y'all i thank god for his truth you see God sees beyond what we can see, so he has given us the warnings. He is sounding the alarm. I mean, when you hear any type of alarm, whether it's an alarm clock, a fire alarm, a siren, or even a tornado siren, it's going to wake you up. And you are going to take heed, and you are going to take action to those warnings. So, sisters and brothers, the alarm is sounding. The devil is on a rampage. He comes to kill, steal, and destroy But Christ has come to give you life and life more abundantly in him. So let's thank God for these warnings. Let's anticipate his return. And I just want to add something to in conclusion. I would like to say that I have had several dreams of the rapture and going up. And there was no fear. 
It was an overwhelming sense of joy and peace, like a great excitement, like something you have been waiting for is finally here. Like a bride and a groom on their wedding day. No fear at all. Pure joy. So my brothers and sisters, God loves you so much and he wants us to come to repentance. Let's be about doing what God has created us to do on this earth. Let's bring glory unto his wonderful holy name. And I just have one more question for you. Have you been to Jesus for the cleansing power? Are you washed in the blood of the Lamb? Are you fully trusted in his grace this hour? Are you washed in the blood of the Lamb? Are you washed in the blood, in the soul-cleansing blood of the Lamb? Are your garments spotless? Are they white as snow? Are you washed? In the blood of the Lamb, are you walking daily by the Savior's side? Are you washed in the blood of the Lamb? Do you rest each moment in the crucified? Are you washed? In the blood of the Lamb, when the bridegroom cometh, will your robes be white? Are you washed in the blood of the Lamb? Will your soul be ready for his presence bright and be washed? In the blood of the Lamb, lay aside the garments that are stained with sin and be washed in the blood of the Lamb. There's a fountain flowing for the soul unclean. Oh, be washed in the blood of the Lamb. Until next time, I'm your host, Zoe, BK Veronica. God bless.